Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. This goes to show the, off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their, uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. You saw Luka. I'm very intrigued to see how Luka bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win the championship. Four teams who could win the AFC in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the Mighty Mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Pilat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. And I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey, everyone. I'm Jared Sandler, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 25th episode of Outsiders Opinions. Did you catch that new audio on the drop? Well, if you didn't, it's okay. It will be in future audios, but you should get definitely go listen to our latest episode where we interviewed Jared Sandler, a play-by-play broadcaster for the Texas Rangers and also a host for 105.3 The Fan. It's also the first video for our new series where we will be interviewing people that have worked in sports or work in sports currently, so make sure to look for more videos in the future of that in that series. Also, make sure to listen to our latest opinion episode where we tell you, tell you four teams that are championship or bust. Today, we will be giving NHL predictions. Let's start with the all-Canadian team, and at number one, we have Toronto. What do you think, Austin? Yeah, so Toronto, they have arguably one of the best offensive uh, teams in the league. Um, Austin Matthews and John Tavares uh, are two of the best players in the NHL, and they need to prove this year that they can get it done. Um, They haven't made it out of the first round in years, and after losing in the preliminary round last year, I mean, it's tough for all their fans, and uh, I mean, Toronto has one of the biggest fan bases in the league, and they're going to have a lot to prove this season, but we have them at one. Yeah, and at number two, we got Calgary, who um, upgraded at goalie. What do you think? Yeah, um, Jacob Markstrom is a very good goaltender. He played for the Canucks last year, and I believe that he's going to be that next piece that they needed to move on uh, farther than they did last year where they lost to Dallas in the first round. Um but Johnny Gaudreau is going to have a lot to prove, and Sean Monahan and all of them are going to have a lot to prove this season. But we have him at second, as their competition in the Canadian division isn't all that great. Yeah, and now at number three, we have the Oilers. What do you think? Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draatsidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, this two of the top five players in the league, and they're they are very very good. If Draatsidel can. Uh, do the same thing he did last season. This may be a higher team in the league, but I feel like he'll come down to earth a little bit and they'll be a number three team because I'm still not confident in their goalie tandem and their defense needs a little bit of work. 
Yeah, now rounding out uh, the playoff team in the Canadian or the North, uh, we have the Canucks. Yeah, so the Canucks picked up Braden Holtby uh, in free agency. He had his tortoise issue where he couldn't get him across the Canadian border, which I found pretty funny. But, I mean, uh, Elias Pettersson, Bo Horvat, all them, Brock Bezer, uh, they had a lot of experience last year making it almost to the conference finals, going to a game seven. Uh, but, I mean, we'll have to see who uh, starts the majority of the games. I've expected to be Brayton Holtby, but I think Thatcher Demko could, should get some starts because he played very, very well against Vegas. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this year because, I mean, it's very, very close with the team below them. And the team below them is Montreal. Yeah, Montreal has one of the best goalies in the league with Carey Price. Uh, Nick Suzuki is one of the best young centers in the league. And Jesperi uh, Kostinovimi uh, played really well in the postseason last year. I feel like they're going to need some rebounding from Tatar, who didn't really play all that well in the series. And Shea Weber's going to need another season where he's one of the uh, – well, a better defenseman than he was last year. Jeff Petrie played really well in the uh, uh, playoffs and in the regular season. He's going to have to do that the same if they want to make the playoffs. But I feel like they'll falter a little bit, and the, the Canucks will make it above them. Yeah, and now we got Winnipeg. So Winnipeg is uh, has an interesting situation with Patrick Laine. Um They uh, got back some of the players like Stasny, who they used to have, who he was with uh, Vegas beforehand. But I'm not sure Line A is even a first-line uh, center for them anymore. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he uh, goes, if he stays or if not. And Hellebuck's going to have to carry them if they have any chance of making the playoffs. And now the team that is last in the division is Ottawa. What do you think? Yeah, Ottawa drafted Sussel this past year, and uh, I really like him. But I'm not too certain that they do anything this season to uh, – try to make the playoffs. I feel like they're just going to try to get their young guys to excel at what they're good at and get better over this uh, shortened season. Now we move to the West division and at number one, we got the Vegas Knights. What do you think? Yeah, they picked up Peter Angelo uh, in free agency from St. Louis. Um, and they obviously have Mark Stone and all of them, but I mean, with Robin Leonard, they have, and uh, Mark Andre Fleury, they have the best goalie tandem in the league probably. And, they're my favorite to win the cup this this year, and they have a lot to prove because uh, they have to be able to do it for the first time in Vegas history. Yeah, they've come really close. Uh, last year they just lost to the Stars, but it was definitely interesting about the goalie tandem as I think the Stars have a really good goalie tandem, but um, Ben Bishop's not going to be back yet. But I think at number two, uh, the team that the Stars did beat was Colorado. Yeah, so, so Colorado – Nathan McKinnon is probably second best t uh, player in the league right now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if he can do the same thing he did in last year's playoffs and this year's playoffs. Cause I'm with the additions like they made uh, these past in these past couple of years, like Kadri, I mean, they really excelled and while they, they lost the door off and some other players, as long as their goalie tandem is healthy and they can make it through the playoffs like they did last year and help uh, Nathan McKinnon on the offensive side. I see no reason why they're not a, uh, contender this year and now at number three we got the blues yeah so the blues just named ryan o'reilly their captain and i i like st louis they picked up tory krug but krug isn't the best defensive defenseman he's more of a power play offensive defenseman um but i i like the blues i feel like they still have enough good players they also have colton pareko is an amazing defensive talent um but St. Louis is going to be a hard uh, team to play against in uh, the West this year. 
but it's going to be interesting to see how they play as they lost PJ Anglo, their captain from before, and we'll have to see how they do this season. Yeah, and the team just, or actually, no, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, after St. Louis, we have the Los Angeles Kings, who would make the playoffs. Yeah, um, the reason why we have the Kings here is how they ended the season last season and some of their offseason pickups. Um, they picked, they, they drafted Quinton Byfield, and I'm really high on him. I think he can be one of the best players in the league in a few seasons, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. And if he does play how I expect him to, and he gets off to a heart, hot start this season, um, I like their chances to make the playoffs because every other team below them, uh, besides those top three, it's going to be a dogfight for that last spot. Yeah, speaking of that, the team just missing it is Minnesota. Yeah, they Kevin uh, Fiala played really well last year, but I'm not too confident. They lost Eric Stahl. I'm not that confident in their abilities at goaltender. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this season uh, as they made some good draft picks like uh, I think it was Rossi. Yeah, Marco Rossi. But I don't know if he plays this season, and if he does, I, I like the pick, but it's going to be – I'm not too confident in Minnesota's abilities this season to make the playoffs. And then after them, we have San Jose. Yeah, San Jose uh, suffered a lot of injuries last year. I don't know how uh, Burns and them are going to rebound, and I'm not too confident in their goalie situation. So it's going to be hard for them to make the playoffs if they're not fully healthy and their goalies don't play better. And now we got Arizona. So Arizona lost Taylor Hall to Buffalo during the offseason. And, um, well – they lost also Derek Stefan and they lost some other players. But I mean, the only place, I don't, the only way they can make the playoffs is if Darcy Kemper was absolutely off during the regular season. They also have Ronta, who could also, is a very good goal center in his own right. But I'm not too confident in Arizona's abilities. They struggled scoring goals during the, uh, during the postseason last year, especially against Colorado. And I'm not too confident that they'll be able to do that during a regular season against all these defensive teams above them. And then the final team is Anaheim. Why so low? Uh, well, they're a younger team with some older players. Their defense is, I think, underrated. I think they have a pretty decent defense, but their offense is concerning. Uh, gets off would need the back a bounce back year for them to have even a chance of making the playoffs. But I don't really see it as most of the teams above them have a better offensive core than they do. Now we can move to the Central Division, and at number one we got Carolina. Why? Yeah. Why at number one? So Sebastian Ajo, Tuevo Teravainen, all them, uh, I feel like their offense is too good not to be the first team, especially now that Nikita Kucherov is out for the whole regular season. Uh, but if the thing that concerns me with Carolina, the reason why they may not be the ones he is their goalie tandem. Reimer, I'm not too confident in, and I don't know how they're going to fix that, if they're going to make trades during the regular season. But because of how good their offense is and their defense, for that matter, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the one seed. And at number two, we got the Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, I don't see them following, uh, falling past number two. I don't feel like Columbus has the roster to move past them. But it could happen. It depends on what happens with Stamkos, if Hedman gets injured or if Sergeyev gets injured. It's just about injuries. Their team is probably still the, it's probably still has the best roster in the league. It just depends on how well they maintain health during their season. Yeah, it will definitely be interesting to see if Stamkos comes back as – he was such an electric player as he was able to score a goal in the finals against the Stars, and that was really what we saw of him. But it would definitely be interesting, like you talked about, the health. At number three, we got Columbus. 
Yeah, Columbus, their goalie tandem is another one of the best in the league. Uh, Merzlikens and them uh, really in Copresalo. I mean, Copresalo had the most saves in NHL history against Tampa Bay. I mean, it was insane, that game. But um, their defensive mind coach uh, could really help them uh, excel this year, and I do believe that they have enough good players to get into the playoffs, especially in this division. Yeah, now number four, we got the Dallas Stars, the team that faced Tampa Bay, but uh, Tyler Sagan will be out, and I think that's a huge thing. What do you think? Yeah, Tyler Sagan will probably be out for 50 to 56 games of the season. Uh, he may come back at the end of the season. Ben Bishop, I'm not too uh, confident in coming back at all this season. But I feel like they're a better team than Nashville, who's below below them, because I like Hudobin better than Staros. Uh, Staros would need to prove me wrong for Nashville to make the playoffs. But Dallas, I like the, they have veterans who went there last year. They're going to have some of the motivation back this season as they want to prove those doubters who say that they could never make it there in the first place wrong again by making it there again. So I feel like they, they have enough good players like Ben who need to back, bounce back regularly this season uh, to make it back to the playoffs. Yeah, and they didn't bring back Rick Bonus, which is a huge thing. Um, I think that gives them some stability as the past four years they've just had a coach. Um, it seems like every year they had Hitchcock, then they had Monty, and then the middle of Monty's second year you had Rick Bonus, and that's when they made that incredible run. And it will be interesting to see if Kivaranta, um, he was a big guy that made that game, the um, those great goals in the Game 7 against Colorado. It will be interesting to see if he can take up the absence left by Sagan. I don't think you can totally replace him, but if he can just help a little bit. And then we mentioned Nashville, but want to talk a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, Nashville needs Saros to play better. Their offense isn't as good as I'd like it to be, but their defense with Roman Yossi and others uh, is one of the best groups in the league. And that's really what is going to have to carry them if they want to make the playoffs. Yeah, and now we got Florida. What do you think? Yeah, Florida's an interesting team. Uh, they have Barkoff and all them, but I, I don't really know how they make the playoffs in this division as they haven't really shown consistency over their past couple seasons. When I expect them to make the playoffs, they don't. When I don't expect them to the playoffs, they still don't. I mean, last year they had the opportunity and then lost to the Islanders in the preliminary round. So I, I'm not too confident in their uh, their coach or their GM, and I, I'm, I don't really like where they're headed as a team as they're spending a lot on their goaltender, but he's not really performing. And now we got Chicago. Yeah, Chicago has a lot of older, great players like Kane and Taze and all them, but I, I'm not too confident that they have enough firepower to win. Their goalie tandem is terrible. So I don't. I, I don't. I, it'll be interesting to see how Subban plays for them. Uh, Malcolm Subban. I think he'll start for them at the beginning of the season, but I don't really know how, if he's an NHL caliber goaltender yet. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they do, but I don't really see. Especially with Doc out at the beginning of the season, I'm not too confident that they're going to have a chance of making the playoffs. And then uh, the last team in the Central Division, we have Detroit. Yeah, so Detroit was the worst team in the league last year, but I think they'll make a bounce back. Not necessarily. I still, I, as as you can see, we still have them as the last place in the division, but I don't feel like they're going to be the worst team in the league. Um, I feel like that'll probably be Ottawa, but it'll be interesting to see how they they their better play, uh, their younger players play this year. As I'm confident that they made some of the right choices, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to take some time for their, for Yzerman's picks to be instilled into the uh, organization. And now we move to the East Division, which um, Art can I think there's an argument to be one of the um, toughest divisions this year. 
What do you think at number one, we got Philadelphia? Yeah, they're going to have a lot to prove. Uh, Carter Hart is, in my opinion, a top three goaltender, and I feel like he can carry a team to a championship. And this season and a shortened season, even though it's back-to-backs, I like Elliott. I feel like he can do enough as a backup to help push him over. And they have a lot of good offensive players and uh, defensive forwards like Konechny that I feel like can help push them to a one seed. And now at number two, we got Boston. And you did talk about the loss of Tory Krug. What do you think? So, uh, Tory Krug, I feel like it's an int- – I don't know how much it really hurts Boston because their defensive players uh, didn't really come out to play last year. Uh, McAvoy was the only one I was really happy with how he performed for most of the season. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see because most of their players are older and they should have a lot of motivation to play well this year, and that's why we have them at two. Uh, this may be their last chance as Rask may retire, and if Char does come back, he probably will retire after this year. So they're going to have a lot of mo- motivation behind them, and that's why we have them at two. Now, number three, we got the Islanders. Yeah, so the Islanders, Barry Trotz and all them, it's going to be they're going to be a tough team to play against because of their defensive mindset. They have enough good players, and they are very good at making goaltenders look better than they actually are. And so they're going to win a lot of games this year, especially in, even though it's a hard division. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be number three in our prediction. And number four, we got the Washington Capitals. What do you think? Yeah, so the Capitals and Pittsburgh, that's our four and five. But it's going to be really hard because I don't know really which one wants it more. I feel like Pittsburgh is older. And the only reason why I have Washington above them is I feel like Washington has less injuries consistently. I feel like Ovechkin's more of a healthy player than Crosby is or Malkin. So Washington has a better chance of making the playoffs, and that's why we have them at four. Yeah, you mentioned it, Pittsburgh. Anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, they definitely are, are a serious contender for the playoffs. And another real difference is uh, Jari. I don't know how he's going to play this year at goaltender. And I don't know if DeSmith is even in a NHL caliber, caliber backup at this point. So it's going to be interesting to see. And then the team that had the number one overall pick in this past draft, we have the Rangers. Yeah, so Alexi, Alexi Lafreniere will probably be a top six forward by the end of the year. And they have a really interesting uh, young core but I don't really know how much they uh, show this season. And I feel like they're still one year away from potentially being a playoff team. And then um, after them, we got Buffalo. Yeah, so Buffalo picked up Eric Stahl in a trade. And they also picked up Taylor Hall in free agency. And so their team's getting much better. But I still feel like they're one to two years away from a playoff spot because of their conference. I mean, the vision they're in this season. It's just too difficult for a team like Buffalo to play. Yeah, and the team we got at the bottom of this division, we have New Jersey. Yeah, so Blackwood's their only real bright spot right now who's playing really, really well. Uh, he's an insane goal goalie, so it's going to be interesting to see McKenzie Blackwood, how he plays this year. He, if they do make the playoffs, it would be him carrying them to it. Uh, Subban needs to play better. A lot of their players need to play better. Her, uh, Nico Hersher is one of the best defensive forwards in the league, so he's going to help them. But, again, I feel like they're going to be last in the division. And that concludes our episode. So thank you for listening to our 25th episode. Please check out our last episode where we talked about four NBA teams whose seasons are championship or bust. If this is your first time listening to our show, make sure to go check out our new trailer to learn what our podcast is all about. Also, for everyone, make sure you hit that subscribe button and click on the bell to turn on notifications to find out when we drop our next episode. Speaking of our next episode, we will be doing power rankings for the NFL.